The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. As we have journeyed with Jesus, we've met some pretty amazing people. One of the things that thrills me when I study the Bible is the thought that many of these people I'm going to meet in person someday. You ever think about all the people you're going to meet in heaven? Well, as we've journeyed through our passage in Mark chapter number 15, we come to the closing verses, verses that seem almost uh, informational. And yet, in the midst of this information about Christ's burial, there is a beautiful picture of an individual by the name of Joseph. Now, there are a lot of Josephs in Scripture, famous men named Joseph. But Scripture refers to this man as Joseph of Arimathea. Listen to the words of Mark chapter 15, beginning in verse 42. And now when the even was come, because it was the preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. And Pilate marveled if he were already dead. And calling unto him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew it of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulcher which was hewn out of a rock and rolled a stone under the door of the sepulcher. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph beheld where he was laid. So Jesus is dead. His limp body is taken off of the cross. The Bible says that Pilate was just shocked. He marveled that he was already dead. And remember, most people who were crucified by the Romans hung there for days uh, they eventually died from asphyxiation. They just didn't have the strength to push themselves up anymore and catch a breath. But Jesus had total control over His own death. Remember, He said, You're not taking it from Me. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it up again. What power is seen even in the way Christ died? He dismissed His own spirit. Think of that. He is the God of life and the God over death. And so we see a picture of that here and the fact that he was already dead. So the centurion is instructed, release the body. They take the body off the cross, and a man arrives by the name of Joseph of Arimathea requesting the body. The Bible says he craved the body of Jesus. That's a strong word. He was insistent. He wanted this body for the burial. So the question is, who is Joseph? And maybe the better question is, why does the Holy Spirit include him in this story? And maybe the more personal question is, what do we learn from him? Well, let's compare Scripture with Scripture for just a moment, if we may. If you look at John chapter 19 and verse 38, this same story, the Bible says, And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came, therefore, and took the body of Jesus." Now we know that Joseph is a wealthy man. He has his own tomb. He has uh, the ability to purchase everything that's needed for the burial. He's referred to at other places in the gospel records. This is a wealthy man. But the great thing about him was not his earthly riches. The great thing about him is that he had faith in God. 
Everybody gets saved the same way. Rich and poor meet together equal at the cross of Calvary. And so here's a rich man who is truly a disciple. He's a follower of Jesus. And yet, when you compare Scripture with Scripture, in John 19 the Bible says he had been a disciple secretly for fear of the Jews. And yet Mark uses the word in Mark 15, 43, that he came boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. Now what's the difference? Why did this man live all of these years as a secret disciple and now suddenly he's out and out for the Lord? He's bold about it. What had changed? Would you make note of this somewhere in your heart today? Calvary made the difference. Before the cross, he is a secret disciple, but after he has seen the Lord Jesus bleed and die, suddenly he comes out boldly for the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, when you come to know Jesus as your personal Savior, it changes everything. And when you get near to Christ, the nearer you get to Him, the bolder you become. Remember, the Bible would say in the book of Acts later uh, that they took knowledge of those early apostles that they had been with Jesus. They were so bold about the way they spoke. It was obvious. Uh, their education hadn't changed. Their background hadn't changed. But something had changed within them. And that was their proximity to Jesus Christ. Joseph of Arimathea has been an eyewitness of the death of Christ. And now he takes boldly his place for the Lord Jesus. It's interesting, isn't it, to think that Peter and James and John and all the other disciples are hiding somewhere. They're cowering in fear. They're afraid to be identified publicly with Jesus Christ lest they come to the same fate. And yet here's Joseph of Arimathea who gives no thought to his own safety. He gives no thought to what he will have to sacrifice. Instead, he just marches right into Pilate's room and says, I want the body of Jesus. I want to bury him. There are several beautiful truths in this. The first is his faith. Remember, he's had faith all along, but now that faith is in action. That faith is coming out boldly. Could I challenge you today? Don't just say you have faith. Be willing to speak about your faith. And don't just say you have faith privately, but live out your faith boldly for the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only do I see faith in this man, I see love. This is a love word here that says he craved the body of Jesus for the burial. In other words, there was, there was a heart engagement. He's not just going through the motions. Oh, would you love Christ today with everything that is in you, with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength? And then not only is there faith, and not only is there love, but then there's sacrifice. The Bible says that he bought fine linen. He wrapped him in the linen. He laid him in his own sepulcher, which was hewn out of a rock. This was no no uh, incidental thing. This was an expensive endeavor. And yet he was willing to sacrifice. He was willing to give everything. Uh, faith, love, sacrifice, and to do it all boldly for the Lord Jesus Christ. In John's account, not only does Joseph of Arimathea come out for the Lord Jesus, but so does another man. Perhaps you've heard of him. His name was Nicodemus. The Bible says in John 19, there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes with the spices, as the manner of the Jews is to bury. Can you get the picture in your mind of these two men, secret disciples, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, who was so afraid he came to Jesus in the middle of the night? These two men that had been ashamed and afraid 
wary of being publicly identified with Jesus Christ. But at the end of the story, they are literally carrying the body of Jesus to the burial place. Now granted, he wasn't going to use that tomb very long. Just three days would be enough. Uh, He was coming out of that grave, praise God, alive forevermore. And yet, there is a beautiful testimony here to the fact that these men crossed the line and came out boldly for Jesus Christ. I may be speaking to someone right now and you say you trust the Lord, you love the Lord, you've given yourself to the Lord, and yet I wonder, are you bold about it? The Bible says the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When you're right with God, you can be bold and unashamed of it. You have nothing to fear. The fear of God and the love of God cast out all the lesser fears in life. If you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, the first bold step you should take is to identify with Him publicly in baptism. Identify with the cross of Jesus Christ by being baptized. If you've been saved and baptized, then you should boldly identify with Him every day. Give out gospel literature. Share your testimony. Speak to others about your faith in Jesus Christ. Tell someone about the Lord Jesus. And live in such a way that no one will think you are one of those secret disciples, an undercover Christian, afraid of being found out, ashamed to be identified with you. You see, the cross made all the difference. On that day at Calvary, Jesus Christ identified publicly with the sinners Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus who came at night. And now, after the cross, Joseph and Nicodemus say, If he could identify with us, we're going to identify with him. He identified with your sin. Identify with his righteousness today. Don't be a secret disciple. Be bold about your faith in Jesus Christ. It has been a privilege to study the scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.